Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know what I want? <laughs> I want to talk Hey, that's pretty damn good. The Raptors defeat the Cleveland Cavaliers 100-88. to They are now 6-4 and four with Pascal Siakam, 5-5 five and five without him. That's right. He made his return to the lineup in this one, as did Scotty Barnes. The Raptors, a tremendously fun game. A lot of exciting things happen in this one. I'm excited to talk to you about them. But first, yes, of course, this is the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Samson Folk, and it is, of course, brought to you by Goldfinger Law. And hey, shout out to Goldfinger Law because you only pay if you win with Goldfinger Law. And you can contact them at 416-730-1777. Okay, big picture stuff, first and foremost. Siakam returns. He looks absolutely tremendous. OG Ananobi is still here, and he looks absolutely tremendous. Those are your two leading scores, 18-11-5 for Pascal, 21-2 for OG. OG with the caveat that, hey, this guy also was the best defender on the floor by some margin. Uh, both of them had uh, possessions guarding Donovan Mitchell, uh, more of Pascal early on, more of OG over the course of the full game. But regardless, Donovan Mitchell scored eight points, shot three of 11 from the field. And the Raptors, a uniquely talented team to kind of squeeze uh, a guy like Donovan Mitchell. And they definitely learned some things in how they wanted to guard him from the, the season opener where he had, what, 30 points, 31 points, and like 11 assists, if I remember correctly. He was tremendous. And uh, probably the second most notable thing is that Scotty Barnes, and Gary Trent Jr., both available in this game, both of them came off the bench. Scotty, kind of an all-purpose, 11 points, four boards, five assists. Some nice reads were made. Some risky passes that, uh, paid off in this one. And he had three blocks rotating around the, you know, the defense. Those long arms, man. You know, it's uh, go-go gadget stuff. Extendo for some, for some blocks. And then Gary, 14 points, seven boards. The rebounds, I wouldn't read too much into. I don't think that that's, uh, you know, something that we have to keep an eye out for. But the points, 14 of them, he got five threes up. He hit two. That's good. But the most notably is probably that that four or five from the free throw line and a couple layups made in this one. Guys are a little over eager to get out to him to contest. He's taking those possessions and getting them all the way to the rim. Sure, he missed, I think, like, a you know, a 16-footer or something. But most of this, most of this game... The four of nine, uh, we're looking at three-pointers and, and attempted layups. That's, I mean, I love that. It's it's always good to uh, to have a guy like Gary who can kind of make a defense pay if they're only saying, you know, you can have the middle, the, the mid-range area, sure. 
But in this game, the Cavs didn't really have the capability to squeeze the Raptors out of everything they wanted. So a more idealistic uh, shot profile was doable. And Gary found that in this game. He also had a very nice steal and a lob, I believe, to to Scotty after he blew up a pin down as the guy trailing. Uh, I believe it was Chetty Osman that he was chasing off ball. That was really nice to see. Basically, oh man, I mean, Thad was good. Thad was in the starting lineup. He's the starting five. I talked to Nick at practice, what, like a week ago now, and he had mentioned that they really like what they've found at the five with Thaddeus. And then Wancho, once again, in the starting lineup. Uh, very interesting to go with him, I thought, and uh, very cool because I love when he has minutes with Thad. They connected on another another feed for a layup. They've had about six or seven this season so far, I believe. And the rebounds find Wancho. He, he also, you know, Siakam got doubled. Wancho was lifting out of the action. You know, some people call it shake. Some people call it lift. It, you know, you at home, you just call it getting open, right? And uh, hits a three, one of one from downtown in this game. A mover, a shaker on offense, trying to fit in screen cut at the right time to help drag defenders, keep driving lanes open or passing lanes open for his teammates, and did a pretty damn good job of it. He's not blowing anybody's you know hair back or anything like that. It's fine. But there was a harmony, especially offensively, that the Raptors found with Pascal Siakam once again at the helm. This new starting lineup, I believe it was the eighth uh, unique starting lineup among the Raptors' last eight games. Nurse has been looking for something. And of course, with Siakam back in and Barnes back in, a lot of this stuff simplifies, but he still went for a more unique lineup, citing that he had a situation last year where everybody came back into the starting lineup and it was all the regulars, but they started out flat. So he wanted to avoid that, going for more of a staggered release. And in this game, that worked out pretty well. OG, the 20 points, a lot of this coming off ball, being really aggressive, trail, trailer threes, turning it downhill when the options are available in front of him, being really aggressive defensively. Man, he was awesome in this game. The steal and the block, if you're a, a defensive box score watcher, you've been spoiled by OG so far this season with how his block percentages and, and steal percentages, of course, but he blew up so many actions where it just moved the Cavs farther down the shot clock and moved them into worse and worse possessions and moved them into more possessions where it wasn't Donovan shooting, but getting Isaac Okoro to shoot 11 times, Dean Wade to shoot 10, and Garland and Mitchell only shooting 11 times each, that is a massive win. Karis LeVert, 2 of 9 from the floor. Robin Lopez, 3 of 6. Chetty took 12 shots. You keep Mitchell and Garland, both of them. These guys are averaging over 50 points a game together. And you keep them combined to 22 shot attempts, and Chetty Osman and Dean Wade do 22 th those two together i mean damn and like yeah chetty isn't going to shoot one for eight from three all the time dean wade you know two for six from three maybe maybe that's closer to what's realistic for him but the raptors just doing a really good job of moving the Cavs off of their regular actions and the cavaliers missing jared allen in this one and missing him a lot honestly because some of that role gravity he can draw tags. He can go up and get it like when it, when a lob comes. And he can also, when the ball comes to him in the middle of the floor, he can go up and he can finish it. That's a really, really important aspect of what the Cavs do offensively. You could make the case that Jared Allen is, you know, he's in the top three. Some people might say Mobley. Uh, they're probably incorrect at this point in time. Jared Allen, he's maybe he doesn't make the all-star team. He's an all-star level big. He's tremendous offensively. 
defensively more so. But man, really great to see OG's defense in this game. So great. And the offense just fitting in so snug. The the efficiency has been missing during this time with with Pascal out and you know the, the the lineup being juggled all the time. OG has taken on a lot of new responsibilities. He's responded tremendously as a driver. I've loved what I've seen, but the efficiency hasn't necessarily been there. It's just nice to see him doing stuff because middling or low volume efficiency is still important to have in these pockets of games and it makes you more diverse going forward. OG providing that. That's so great to see. But, you know, scale back a little bit. Pascal's drawing so much attention. He's he's really dealing in the middle of the court. There's so many more opportunities for you. Same with Fred. Just kind of sl- slide into these actions. Be a little bit more comfortable. That's what we saw from OG tonight. Tremendous. And Pascal Siakam's return. He was, it was uh, as good as one could hope. It, it's kind of... You know, what was the first game of the season against the Cavs where he didn't score that much? Um, He finished with like low 20s and, you know, he or maybe he finished with 19 in that game. Uh, He finished with 18 in this one, had a lot of rebounds, knew that it was a big deal for him, especially with guys like Okoro and Dean Wade trying to get some of those extra possessions for the Cavs. Pressing that Siakam, it's very important for you to hang back and make sure these extra possessions are guaranteed. Make sure that you close out these defensive possessions. And he did that. But on top of that, he was still just as good with the grab-and-go stuff. He was just as good with the ball in the middle of the floor or in these isolation possessions. When they ran pick-and-roll in the first half, the Cavs, they iced the pick-and-roll. So you're creating a lane for uh, the guy on ball to put the defender on his hip because they're cheating to make sure you don't use the screen. And Pascal's like, hey, do you guys know me? I'm Pascal Siakam. I put guys on my hip. I get into the middle of the floor, and then I detonate your defense. This is what I do. And he did that to great effect, but he also made shots from the outside. He was like a shot clock hero, saving, you know, I think three or four late possessions. Just tremendous. He was so good. Uh, I mean, what more could you want from a guy? Sure, two turnovers, tough. Uh, There was one pass that he was late on that was supposed to go to Thad, I believe, or, or Kim. And, and Garland jumped the passing lane. But for the most part, Siakam just came out there, took everything that the Cavs were throwing at him, digested it, and found himself a really nice little game. Played 30 minutes, didn't look to overexert himself, stayed within his game, took the advantages that were there, created the others, ended up with 18 points, 11 boards, and 5 assists. And uh, I don't even think that's really, like, you know, it's that seems small for him, for a guy who's averaging... You know, coming into this game like 25, 7, and 8. But uh, this game for Siakam, just cool as you like, coming in and dominating in a way that basically only he does at the NBA level. Thad. I, by the way, I thought this was really cool. Uh, the way they staggered the lineups is really maximizing Thad's time away from Siakam. Even though they did start together, having Thad still keeping him in all those pet sets that they discovered that they liked in, in Siakam's time away, knowing that, hey, this is a guy who works incredibly well with OG and Fred. We found something here. There's transitional lineups to like, hey, they they found something. Thad looks awesome, man. And like Chris Boucher, he's still the best guy off the bench, of course. But Thad, sneak, like, he he's duplicative, right? He, he compounds the advantages that are there. He makes everything work better. A wheel greaser. 
you can read about this raptorsrepublic.com get the subscription i don't know if the black friday sale is still on but it's incredibly affordable i believe it's a dollar for three months you get all of my written work all of lewis's aiden's five things he likes and doesn't like uh but but anyway lewis wrote about thad and uh it's it's a tremendous piece you should go read it raptorsrepublic.com but he's found something slick passing good rotational defense really great playmaking in, in those connective plays like that little pass you know I, I believe fred ended up going baseline swung it out to thad and a lot of players would think like okay the ball's in my hand the shot is supposed to go up i'm i'm about 11 feet away from the basket or i drive in a, you know a contested shot from there but what he did was just that quick little lay down pass to a cutting chris boucher ends up going to the line for free throws just really great job doing that uh i love thad's presence on this team he's he's been an absolute treat uh 10 7 and 3 from him fred he's just chilling he for the most part right like he had a couple plays where he's just bombing from downtown uh as it does happen with bigger guys at the rim some length mobley changed some shots as did robin lopez and fred had a couple opportunities where he maybe could have gone for floaters where he ended up extending those possessions and moving the ball off or or maybe kind of getting a little bit greedy. But it's uh, he, he rushed a bit when he was on ball, and that's a representation of the size waiting for him at the rim. Every And every once in a while, like he, he bit off a bit more than he could chew in isolation. But for the most part, this is just a great defender and a guy who hits a tremendous amount of threes. He didn't have such a good driving game in this one, but that's totally fine. Uh, the Raptors, they, you know, Pascal isn't playing 37, 38 minutes right now, but you're still playing the style that Pascal represents on this team. So, you know, Fred, there's about eight more minutes in a game, you know, that isn't filled with a Pascal Siakam that has to be filled with other types of possessions. And while Fred only played 32 and a half in this one, he still has more time away from Pascal than maybe he's used to, or Scotty or Gary or OG, right? And so some of those possessions just funnel to him. You're the guy who has to take the shot. You're the guy who has to create. And it was a little inefficient in this one. He didn't bring out his superstar hat tonight, but uh, Siakam and OG did. And that was certainly enough. Uh, the extra, extra stuff that Fred was providing was was definitely good enough for me. Uh, good enough. The the price of admission was met, as it were. Coloco saw, <laughs> I mean, Coloco saw time early in this game. Uh, he was not very good. Uh, fouls abound. Two fouls in what, like, I guess seven minutes. Not an insane amount of fouls, but a bit more than you'd like. And also bailed, you know, Mobley out on one possession. Was out of position as well. This wasn't the game for him where the Raptors are getting, you know, guys like Donovan and Garland in a lot of their defensive actions. You want to keep everything in front of you. You don't really want to be playing drop. And obviously there's more diversity to the, what Coloco can play and what he can do in the future as, you know, a pick and roll big defensively. We'll see that as the season goes on, but this wasn't the the matchup for him, I don't think. And uh, that was kind of represented in the minutes. He, even though he got he got an early look, it just didn't go very well. The Raptors in this game, uh, the defense was probably not as good as 88 points might suggest. A lot of threes that guys on Cleveland probably typically make did not go in tonight. And that's not to say the Raptors didn't play good defense. They played good defense and it became great defense because they had a bit of shooting luck on their side. 88 points. Th this could have easily been a closer game. And then the Raptors wouldn't have been playing guys like, you know, 
Delano and Jeff Delton Jr. and Malachi at the end there. But uh, the Raptors, they, they played their game comfortably and won comfortably. But it, it could have, I still think they would have won if the Cavs shoot a little bit better. But 88 points doesn't mean that they're world beaters defensively. But they definitely did a good job recovering out to a lot of shots, getting in passing lanes and stuff like that. It was nice to see. But, I mean, they still, it was only like four steals in this game. I think five blocks. Uh, this wasn't one of their helter-skelter defensive games. But they did a really good job of keeping Garland and Mitchell in front of them, collapsing on them when they did get by. And then that shooting, you know, the shooting from the Cavs did not translate into this game in a meaningful capacity. The Raptors, they definitely... Just a good game, good results, decent process defensively, uh, good results, great process offensively, I would say. And at the end of it all, 100 to 88. What a performance from a, from a bunch of different players. Really nice win. Just quality, quality. Reggie Evans Award, I'm giving it to Pascal Siakam, dude. Who else could get it? The, the rebounds, the grab-and-go stuff, he was everywhere on the court. And still, even coming back the way that he did, uh, we're looking at a guy that like, hey, he did a pretty damn good job of sticking a number of, uh, of difficult, difficult defensive matchups. So really nice to see. The top quick reaction comment is from Raps Rep. Quote, Spicy Poppy back in all-star form. End quote. Uh, yeah, man, he's certainly there. And even you could even go farther than all-star form. Pascal is, he is beyond all-star. He is, uh, he is fewer than that. There just isn't a lot of players in the NBA better than he is. Uh, before he got injured, the buzz was top 10. Uh, the buzz was MVP votes, that kind of stuff. I don't know if he holds that up over the course of the season. We'll see. But, uh, the process in this game was the exact same process that brought him into the top 10 conversations and all that kind of stuff. And who knows how much higher people want to take those conversations. You want to say top five, you want to say MVP, all that kind of stuff. Go go nuts. Get as crazy as you want with the Pascal love because he's certainly been through enough of the hate in his career and he certainly worked hard enough to warrant all the love. So Raps Rep, thanks for, uh, for commenting, writing in, and a listener, thanks for tuning in. Weather. You got into this in the morning or at night. Have a blessed day and goodbye.